Are we still going with the whole Jesus look? Are we, you know, the pandemic? <laughs> the pandemic is over. I just I like have. Are you just? Is this what we're going for now? Is yeah. it okay? I'm I just gonna leave, to... I'm gonna leave it. I, I didn't know it was over. Is everybody outside? Have we been? Can I do these live? <laughs> yeah, we can go outside now. I don't know if you knew that. I actually took a plane, so I mean, I'm just saying. Oh, you wow. can leave now, John. It's I okay. Might get a, I might get a haircut. This is. Tokyo tonight. You see the the pressure of she's the funniest one of the week. Now everybody is like, make me laugh, bitch. So <laughs> so I'm done already. So good night, everybody. Thank you. Thanks for listening. We like to bury our last guest of the week. Uh, thank right you. Off the top. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know what? I think we talked about this briefly before, but I just you know I'd gone over your stuff before. You we were both born in Brooklyn, and I knew you lived in Manhattan, but I don't think I think of you as being born in Brooklyn. Well. uh, well, really? Yeah, it's isn't that okay. like I, I always think of you as living in Manhattan, and then you and then you went to Vegas. But I always forget that you were born in Brooklyn. Yeah, I was born in born in. I, I was I I was I grew up in in the Brooklyn where there wasn't the fucking craft beers and the vegan <laughs> and the organic. I grew up in Brooklyn. You know yeah. what I mean? Eighty sixth Street, all yes. the all, all the Italian food, all the bakeries, the Avenue, Apollo's yeah. yeah. Bakery, Gino's Pizza, Gino's yeah. Italian Ice, John's uh, John's Deli, who which was right by my high school. I went to Lafayette high school right oh, and right, it was right under the l made mm. the best eggplant parmesan heroes Ooh. of all time and then lmb pizza that's mm -hmm. you know but the, then you go you know you go to where you know my son who was on the show your show um mm -hmm. where he lives and everything is organic yeah. and locally grown and right. we, we, we talk to the cows before we kill them you know that <laughs> bullshit. so that's not i don't consider that real brooklyn yeah. that's all i'm I saying Oh, no, I totally understand it. I mean, it's so funny to this day if I talk to my family and I'm like, yeah, I'm going into Williamsburg. They're like, you got to be careful. I'm like, it's not the same Williamsburg. Wait a minute. <laughs> that, that they were even saying that about Williamsburg because that was never a bad place. The bad you don't place, think so? No. The oh, bad places was where my son you, oh, around so, you yeah. know, like Bushwick and Bed-Stuy yeah. and Crown Heights. That was like, you know, you just didn't go in that neighborhood. And that's where they all live. That's right, right, right. Live. Yeah, that's what all the all children. Live. I blame the Italians for not for letting Brooklyn fade away. To the, <laughs> uh, I really do. You have to because the because <laughs> everything was nice, and then the Italians got it, and it was nice for a little bit, and then they never kept anything up. They were like, "No, these walls are supposed to be yellow," uh, <laughs> and then they just decayed, and and then you know, yeah, yeah, the cynics <laughs> moved in, bought them out, and that's what happened to 40th Street. That's where I used. To, I was uh, born in Maimonides uh, Hospital, and I lived on 40th Street. Really? I yeah. didn't know that. I just thought of you as a Jersey boy. No, no, and, Bro Brooklyn. Yeah. yeah. And what, can, are we still going with the whole Jesus look? Are we, you know, the pandemic? <laughs> the pandemic is over. I just I like, have, are you just, is this what we're going for now? Is yeah. it? Okay. 
I'm just gonna leave, I'm gonna leave it. I, I didn't know it was over. Is everybody outside? Have we been? Can I do these live? <laughs> yeah, we can go outside now. I don't know if you knew that. I actually took a plane, so I mean, I'm just saying. Oh, you wow. can leave now, John. It's I okay. I might get a I might get a haircut. This is really I haven't gotten anything anything like maybe like I've trimmed a little on the edges, but now this is all. John wow. saved so much money on haircuts for the past two years. He doesn't want to go back. I couldn't well, get is, the unemployment, so I saved. Wait a minute, haircuts. but this is a guy. Do you remember his headshots? His early headshots with the his. His hair yes. was so, mm -hmm. and now what is this? What I is this know. look? What I happened? I, I told you know what what happened was the pandemic started, and hey. I was like, guys, give me the guy who gave Jenny AIDS and Forrest Gump. Give me, <laughs> I'm going for that look. I'm going to bring that. Wow. Back. Wow. Well, you're, well, you're, you're not thin right now, so you're not dying from age yet. What are we fucking talking about? How did we get? To, how did we go to? Age? Oh my. I don't know. I don't know. But I love. You're like you're not thin right now, so you've been eating. You're, you're not thin. You're probably if you want to do the whole age look, you gotta fucking. I know. I really. I gotta go full uh, Philadelphia and Tom Hanks. Full Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, I gotta look like Chet Hanks, but a little bit worse if that. Was oh my point. god! Don't. Oh, I, I feel so bad for Mr. Hanks. He's Me got too. One. His. I mean, and his other son is so sweet. And yes, then. Colin. And then, well, that's why I only had one. Isn't that great? <laughs> no, really. I, I, because I, Lane used to always ask me, well, how come he, he never got a brother and sister? And I said, because you were such a great child, and he really was. Right. That I knew the next child was was if I had another one would have been Satan. That's smart. That's a great way. That's a great form of like secondary birth control, where you're like, hey, the second one could be a Chet. <laughs> this is a poster. Like you just see a collection of his videos, and you're like, I don't want to fucking do this at all. It's horrible. It's <laughs> a sweet face. <laughs> so you you got started at Catch a Rising Star, am I right or yes. am I wrong? Um, well, actually, my, my I actually started at Pips in Sheepshead Bay. Oh, that was oh, your wow. first your first. That was my Pips? first. It was was Pips, and I started with um, the uh, uh, Andrew Dice Clay, who was then Andrew Silverstein. Wow. Um, and Richie Jenny and Andrew, I, I tell the story. Um, I think you, I, I think I've actually told you this story, but yes, Andrew Silverstein was mm -hmm. what was what Andrew went by. Mm -hmm. and he used to do impressions right and he did an impression of the fonz which morphs into dice wow and his best wow. impression to this day I, I haven't seen him in years but i have a, my friend my friend is his opening act i'm waiting i've relayed this to her i was like he has he does the best jerry lewis impression i've ever seen oh yeah i've seen that on like an old clip or whatever so yeah, 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 yeah. that stuff yeah. yeah i've seen him do that and the elvis one that's mm -hmm. the impression mm -hmm. i've seen him do but they're he's amazing at that he's kind amazing of in that yeah so I that's where it started i didn't realize you started with richard jenny richard jenny was to this i mean you know he sadly passed i was devastated when he died but yeah, like um sad. he was one of my favorite comics when i was younger oh, my family brilliant. loved him and they let me watch him so that was like a huge deal, you know. You get to watch it, you know, because he wasn't. We was he was clean, but he wasn't always clean, you know. So right. when I was a kid, it was right. a big deal to me. Right, but we, okay. So I have a great Richard Jenny story. So, uh, and if if there are comedians listening, this is really a great story about doing the work. Mm -hmm. So he was he was so bad, John. When we started out, he was he was wow. He was terrible, and he was. <laughs> He used to wear these polyester jackets and he was always coming on to me and he, and I was just, and he was like, just, he, you know, and I'm like, Richie, I, I got a boyfriend. Thank you. Oh, he can't, you know, like, so, but, but he was like, he was in, he was just annoying and he was right. terrible. Right. Mm -hmm. So this is when I started out, this is in 79, right? Mm -hmm. 
Wow. Year, I'm going to say two, three years later, I've passed a Catch a Rising Star, and I, I was going in for my, you know, you used to get two spots. You, you either got the opening or the late night spot if you were a young comic. Mm -hmm. And so um, so I was going in to do my late spot, and I walk in, and I hear, because the, there was a huge bar, and then there was a cur curtain, and then you open the curtain, you walk into the showroom. Somebody's killing in the showroom. I'm like, who the fuck is that? And I opened the curtain. It was Richie Jenny. Holy shit. I mean, he worked so hard. He was the worst comic I'd ever seen and became probably one of the top 10 comics of all time. Wow. So the lesson, young people, yeah. is this isn't, I say this all the time, this is not a fucking sprint. This is a marathon. Right. You know, you know, all these young comics that say, well, you know, I'm ready to, I'm ready to headline and I'm ready to, I'm like, okay, why don't we do this? Why don't I close? Why don't I do my 45 mm -hmm. in the feature spot and then you can follow me <laughs> right. and they usually go, oh, well, I didn't mean with you. Like, yeah, shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Okay. I worked, I worked with a guy on the road uh, when I was younger um, who I have fucking cannot remember his name right now but i'll think of it uh but he said he was really close with richard jenny he was his best friend but he told me that uh when richie richard jenny started he used to still work in an advertising company mm -hmm. and he said but he would just he would just constantly get on stage constantly get on stage to the point where he was so tired that he would get to his office and then sleep by leaning against the door and holding the doorknob <laughs> so when his boss would open it he would he would act like yeah. he was just coming out like oh i was just coming to see you so it would wake him up Wow. wow. Well, yeah, but yeah. he worked, he did. He, you know, I, you and I have talked about this on many, many times we worked mm -hmm. together. It's really about the work. You must yeah. do the work. There, there is, it's one of the only, if possibly the only uh, career where if you don't do the work, right. You're not going to get, you know, you're not going to get anywhere. I, I there's a great story that when I, I when Pete Davidson, because everyone goes, well, he didn't take long. I'm like, okay, so here's what happened with Pete. Mm -hmm. His management company owned owned a comedy club. Oh. Okay, so when I first used to see him, he was, you know, he was okay. He was cute mm -hmm. and doing his little, but a couple of years, you know, same thing. I, he was emceeing the show, he, you know, he was okay. Mm -hmm. Then a couple of years later, I happened to be at another club and I, I went in to watch him and he was good. He really got good. And so he thought I was, of course, going to yell at him because <laughs> it's me and they're terrified of me. Right. And I said, you really got strong. What'd you do? What do you mm. what'd you do? And he goes, Carol, I've been like doing two or three sets a night. And, wow. and that's what happens. Now, in his case, he was lucky enough to have his management company owned a club. So he was able to go on three or four times a night, but that's what it is. That's yeah. the only way. And I'm, I'm, I'm babbling. So tell me to stop if you need no, no, to. No, you're but fine. When I was working on this, this new 10 minutes mm -hmm. for the TV special. Now, John knows this about me. I'm in the, I'm the laziest comic in the world. I do like what I used to before the pandemic. I used to go, boy, if I could do comedy in my bed, and I, like yeah. I feel, I feel like I'm the reason why there's Zoom shows because I was the one <laughs> that put it out in the fucking universe that I want to do stuff from my bed. Right. Okay, so but when I when we finally realized that we were going to do the special, I had to I hadn't first of all, I haven't done my set in for you know, for fifteen months. You know, I'd already taken. Two, two TV spots worth of shit out of my set. So mm -hmm. I wrote it. I wrote an entirely new set just for the special. And nice. I worked my fucking ass off. Mm -hmm. I went and did I, exactly what I said. I was out every single night doing fucking bars and one-nighters. I saw you and everybody 
um every i saw you do rooftop shows yeah and you, were, you were on I'm, i I was like i was like oh shit because i think it was even before you had really publicly announced i knew you were doing your special but nobody else had known or whatever mm-hmm. and you were everywhere and i was like oh she's fucking going gung-ho like it's coming up but i would be like i would message my friends who were on these rooftop shows and doing this kind of stuff and at the cafe and i'm like listen Carol's never at these things. Watch her when she's there. <laughs> I was like, don't bug her. <laughs> but tell her, you know, I'm like, if she's, right. you know, I'm like, she's probably going to be bouncing out. But anytime I saw that anybody I knew that I was close to that I gave a shit about, which is, you know, six people. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Carol's going to be there. Introduce yourself. Say hi. I hope they did. Um, you know I what? I literally out. ran out of all of them. I, I, say, I yeah. never, you know, first of all, the rooftop show you're t- talking about, which is a great room. Yeah. It's the tiny cupboard, mm-hmm. which is in Brooklyn, which is in one of those areas that we weren't supposed to go to when, yeah. when you, but first of all, you, it, you, you go up there. It's like, it's like three flights. It's three flights to get to the, to the door that takes you to the roof. Mm-hmm. And then it's a, it's, it's a rickety old uh, fire escape that you go up to. You don't even <laughs> walk upstairs. And I did it last night just because I hadn't been on stage since the special. Yeah. And I'm like, wouldn't this be funny? <laughs> She finally tapes her third special after after a COVID exposure, and she dies on a fucking fire <laughs> in bed I mean, oh, that would have been, yeah. But, yeah, no, I mean, I did everything. I, I one time went and did a show in Astoria and then took the G train. The G mm. train. Okay? The G train! <laughs> All the way down to another show in Brooklyn. And I wow. remember thinking, what is wrong with me? But you know what? <laughs> It was a great set. Yeah. The set went over well. So I did what you, that's what you have to do. You have to work at it. Yeah. That's what Even I somebody like me. Yeah. No, I know. And that's the thing that people don't realize, like no matter how long you've been doing it, I mean, you still have, you're still better off than when you first started. Obviously, you know, all the tricks, you know, all what do stuff like that. But right. if you're not on stage for a while, you fucking get rusty. It's just like anything else, oh, yeah. like running or doing anything else where you're just like, I haven't done this in a while. I fucking better get out there or oh, you're yeah. going to, you know, fall on your ass, which you don't yeah. want to do. Yeah, and but then when I – did I have fun doing it? Yeah, did you have fun going back out and running around? I, yes, but I but it knocked me out. It, it did, really yeah. did. I mean, like, you know, I mean, I'm 63, John. That's Even though that you, – you, I know I don't look it and all that stuff, mm-hmm. but I'm 63 years old. So, you know, schlepping from, you know, running around and then texting them, I'm on my way, I'm on my way. And I'm like, what am yeah. I doing? And <laughs> – but – Vicky Koopman, who is a dear friend of mine and also She's a comedian, great. very funny comedian. Yep. We had this discussion about the only reason to do spots. Like there's a whole thing right now in the comedy community about doing the grind, man. I'm grinding. I'm doing the fucking. I'm like, okay. Right. The only reason you should be doing spots is to make sure that you're doing something and working on your material. Yeah. If you're just doing it so you can say, I've done six spots tonight, I don't give a shit. Right. Exactly. It's pointless. Yeah. And people say, oh, you're going to do spots after you're done. I went, Fuck no. No. Yeah. <laughs> Unless when I get the fourth special, and then yeah. you'll see me again. It does, <laughs> it does kind of seem like now, I, I mean, or maybe not. Maybe it's just something I'm kind of seeing from an outside perspective being beyond a certain point. But it does seem like now a lot of people, a lot of younger comics are doing spots simply for the photo and the appearance of it. You know what oh, I mean? Absolutely. I'm like, absolutely. Okay, that, right? Does that not? Because I feel like, oh, but what are you working on? And are you doing the same? Like, I'll see them again, and I'm like, it's the same goddamn right. material you're not getting paid and you're hustling all over the place why aren't you working on different shit like, well why what, aren't you working on getting paid 
we're getting paid. Yeah, we're getting paid or going out on the. It's such a weird. I'm so glad I got taken out on the road by you guys earlier when I I thankfully did not have to do the bringer shit for very long. I did a few of that shit stuff, My, and then I went. I was talking to Lane about it. You, I was on the road with you. Uh, well, we never never drove together, but I think we always did gigs. Right, bananas and Poughkeepsie, and fucking when the banana when bananas wasn't Poughkeepsie. I don't know what's there now, but um, uh, yeah, but like Oaks took me out on the road with him and all this shit back in the day. Right. All that uh, the fucking bringer stuff was uh, brutal, and I feel like it never made you grow as a comic because you were always worried about, do I have enough people? Right. And I got to make sure that they're getting their money's worth because if I suck, they're not going to come back. So you got you try to do the same shit all the time, and if you right. didn't, you bombed. But you should have. Right. So it's it's it was a it was a double edged sword doing that kind of shit. Well, bringer shows I've never under you know I mean it's funny that you mentioned that you talked about it with Lane because I remember because they had bringer shows in music too. Oh, they and did? He, yeah, and he, when we first got back here, and he was doing something with his band, and he was like, well, Mom, you know, they, we can play this room, but they want us to sell 50 tickets. I went, fuck no. Yeah, that's, that's a bringer show. And so yeah. he could, you know, he's like, but that's the only way. Can, I said, there's plenty of other places you can work. So yeah. it, what happens with bringer shows is, is it, the only people that make money on the bringer shows are the people producing the bringer show. Mm-hmm. There's a guy right now who I will, will remain nameless mm -hmm. that does shows. He charges 20 bucks a head cash. They, yeah. you know, there's 10 people on the show. Yeah. He sells out 200 seats. Let's do the math on that, people. Mm -hmm. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So mm -hmm. that's four grand. He maybe pays, you know, he, he pays somebody to be the headliner, yeah. like 100 bucks. So he's pocketing like 3,900. Nine hundred ninety dollars. Yeah, man. That's okay. So the only that. people, and I tell that. Look, I can tell you from from what happened when I when I started to go out to look for spots. There are plenty of bar shows and outdoor shows, and that you know that you don't have to do bringer shows. There's plenty of them. There was a show that I did. A young lady named Lana Seibel who has this great outdoor show in at the Brooklyn Museum. Wow. And and I, I and she she goes whenever you want to go on, go up. And it's the same type of thing, you know, it's outdoors. Mm -hmm. You know, there's people barking to get people to sit, but right. it's always, it, it was one of the reasons I was able to work on the set. So this whole thing about, well, if you have to bring, you have to bring, no, because the only people making that money are, is not you. Yeah, exactly. And it's, 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 go ahead, Tom. I was gonna say, isn't that bad business though? Why not pay out 1500? He could still make a ton of money, whoever he is. And give the comics a little bit of food for for the work that they're doing. You're adorable, Tom. Let me tell you <laughs> that you think that yeah, that's but you, you but you're a different type of person. There are people there are people in all businesses, music and comedy that yeah. they that realize they can make money off of you. Yeah, and they're going to make the money. It's the same thing happened when I used to do the the military tours. You know, I, you know, I forget what it was, but, you know, it, it was a certain amount of money that, that, that they paid you per day. Mm -hmm. And because I was producing it, I took a 20% cut from each of the comics because the amount of paperwork when you work with the U.S. military is like this, you know. And yeah. I never said to the comics, the comics knew ahead of time, I'm booking this. This is what you're going to get. I'm going to take 20. You'll get paid, you know, everything. But then there was somebody else who approached a friend of mine who was also doing these tours. This was years ago. And she said to me, Carol, the guy offered me like $100 a day. And I was <laughs> like, what? Because it was something like $275 a day. Per, yeah. you know, that's what they paid you. And so he was paying her 100 and taking 175 out of her 
I said, do not do that. But people do that. But people do that. You know? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's not the, um, I mean, when I was, you know, younger, I used to read all about comedy. I was a huge comedy fan. I was a comedy nerd. I had uh, comic insights by. What do you mean? You were? You still Let's come on, honey. Come on. Who are you talking to? Who are you fucking talking to? I resent that. No. Um, yeah. <laughs> this is no, why you and my son get along so well. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but I had like comic insights by Franklin Ajay. Um, I had the, uh, what's the name of the one that followed Richard Lewis around? You know, all those books. They right. never, you know, I was always, it was weird because I was like kind of hooked on that kind of shit. And I was looking forward to the, you know, uh, 2 a.m. ticket spot to get, you know, you waited in line or whatever. Right, right, right. And then they did the bringer. You know, when I started, I think that's when the bringer shit actually started to like almost like maybe it was around a couple of years before right. me. But like, I was like, the fuck is this shit like i thought right. i was gonna wait outside and then go on it like one. it it was all gone did yeah. you do, did you do the waiting in line oh kind of yeah stuff? oh okay. yeah and okay so to to the people uh watching and listening back in the day before the internet you had to wait online for everything like it's the same thing with concerts mm, yeah. do you know what i mean like yeah. I, that's what you did you 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 knew tickets were going on sale so some people would would camp it, it the only way the only thing that i can it's like when when a new the new iPhone comes out and you see the lines of people. Oh yeah, that's what it was like. So so I I waited, I waited to catch a rising star. They gave out the numbers at six p.m. and I got online. At I think I was I got online that uh, at noon. I was online with um, Rita Rudner. Wow. Wow. And Margaret Smith. Oh my God. Yeah, and a, a guy who ends up becoming a writer named Don McHenry. So I mean, that's what you did. You went on and then you and they said come back and. Hopefully you you know you you got past and everything, but it, yeah, this this whole bringer thing is is it's such a scam and you know. But by the way, everybody, if you want to send twenty dollars to me <laughs> for all this information, yeah. my Venmo. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> wait, do you remember who passed you? Yes, Paul oh, Reiser wait. passed me. Get the fuck out! That's yeah. sick. Yeah, that is awesome. Yeah. yeah, Paul Reiser passed me. It was a uh, and that was Catch a Rising Star, and that was a that was a great moment. So would you, know? you get, would you consider would you consider yourself in his uh who was your class? Because again, Paul Reiser was okay. the class ahead of you. Yeah, well, that's funny that you said class, because many people don't understand that. So in my the class ahead of me was Paul Reiser, Jerry Seinfeld, Larry Miller, and mm. Bill Maher. Wow, okay. So and my class was, like I said, Rita Rudner, Margaret Smith, um, mm -hmm. Joy Behar, Susie Essman, uh uh Larry Amaros, Bill Sheff. Uh, Bill Sheff, you know, was the head writer of yeah. Letterman. Larry Amaros wrote for everybody. So, I mean, that was my that was my mm -hmm. class. But then I didn't stay at Catch long because it's funny because in hindsight, you know, when you're young, I wish I'd learned this. When you're young, you take everything so fucking personally. Mm. And I thought that I, I thought I thought that they didn't like me there, so I found another place to work. Oh wow. Yeah, um, uh, so I, I, uh, uh, a little place called Who's on First oh, on sixty okay. first and first, which it's it's a Dunkin' Donuts now. <laughs> oh. oh, delicious! And um, but it used to be a little restaurant. It was like an American burger place, and um, they had a basement because that's gonna be that's gonna be. Um, I'm not I'm not gonna get buried, but on my tombstone, I want to say I'm always in a fucking basement. <laughs> either that, either that's gonna be and my tombstone. Underneath right. that, it just says, "What's the cover?" Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I mean, I, I, either that or that's going to be the name of my solo show because it, I, so it was downstairs. It maybe sat if it sat twenty, it was sold out. 
Wow. It was tiny. And and but that gentleman, Peter Spellos, he he gave me spots every weekend. So mm. I was there constantly, constantly. Now the reason why I say about I wish I knew, like it's funny, it's funny what you think happened when you were young and then yeah. you you know, you, you, you meet the people later on in your life and you're like, okay, so I totally read this wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Because I ran into Bill Shep when we first moved back here, I ran into him because he plays softball and, you know, my husband's a huge softball player. Mm -hmm. And so we're in central park and, and Todd said, Oh, chef said he, he, you know, he, I, I don't think he texted me, but for some reason I knew that he was there. So when I went to pick up Todd, Bill came up to me, hugging me and kissing me and saying to everybody, we started together at Kent Rising Star. We did. And I, I remember thinking to myself, you fucking tortured me. Like, I, it really did feel like high school. Do you know right. what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. He, and, and when I see him now, the same thing, you know, he could, he could not be kinder. But wow. it's so funny how what you think. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's why I always advocate communication with almost anybody because I feel like half of the time it's somewhere in the middle mm -hmm. of what the two people wind up thinking. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then you kind of just wind up getting along with the whole thing. That's yeah. crazy. I didn't realize that you left catch and then went somewhere else because of that. Yeah. Um, and then, so they, those guys were ahead of you, but you still like hung out and hung around with those guys. It was like, you didn't see them anymore. Right. No, no, no. I mean, we ran into each other. Right. You know, we, okay. we, you know, I mean, and I, and, and like, what's funny, I never, I know everyone. Like you said. I know you do. Well, that's another thing I was going to say, though, too. You do know everyone. And it's in, like the amount of people that we have mutual. And I because we have a, we have an immense amount of mutual friends on Facebook. It's insane. And sometimes yes. it's like they're they're my age. And sometimes there's people I know that are younger and you still fucking know them. <laughs> and I'm like, how would the fuck does she? And it's just I mean, you know, it's not that you're not approachable either. Everybody, you know, you're, you're kind to everybody, especially younger comics. You're all our moms out there. I am. Um, but the other I mean, thing does is, anybody write a call? Nobody does. Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> well, I ask a text, Ma, how you doing? <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. I'll, I'll sit in the dark. Go ahead. But the other thing is every every female comic that I've had on this show mentions you being in their circle. And I'm trying to do the math. And I'm like, there's no, I'm like, but Car I, I think I know what Carol's class was. And I don't think, but I had, I had uh, Wendy Lehman. I had Felicia Michaels on, um, who the hell else did we have on that mentioned every, everybody I've had on mentions your name. And I'm just like, <laughs> what are you bugs bunny from that cartoon where he's on first, <laughs> second, mate, third base outfit. I'm like, Carol plays every role <laughs> in some, in some comedian's life at a certain point in time. It's insane. And if, if only they all owed me money. <laughs> God damn it. I wouldn't be sitting in a fucking apartment talking to you people. That's for fucking sure. Um, I, you know what? You know this about me, John. I, mm. I, I, I don't, I, and listen, I believe me, you, there's plenty of people that can't stand me. I, I know that for, I mean, there's definitely that's people. Good. Well, but that's, you know, that's for whatever bad. reason, either, either they don't, they're jealous or they right. feel I've wronged them. There's plenty of people. So, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, it's very kind when you hear, uh, you know, th th it's funny because that you mentioned Wendy and Felicia, because, you know, I've, Wendy went to high school with my cousin. Oh my God. Wow. So, wow. so, so we, we have a history that way. Right. Felicia, um, I brought, when she, she had stopped um, uh, doing stand up and she was raising her kids. And when she decided to go back to doing stand up, when she, when she was going through her divorce, I was, that was the first tour I did overseas. And I said, Hey, you want to go to Iraq with me? And she looked at me like, <laughs> what? <laughs> and ever since then, we've been, tighter than you know we've been very 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 close but we were what we call back then I, I guess it wasn't called frenemies but 
when me and Felicia were the cute, dirty girls. Okay. Do you know what I mean? So, that, and yeah. there was not a lot, right? And I mean, like I, I have red hair now, but I was a cute little blonde thing. You know, my, my, my jaws were, you know, I used to look how cute, look how young I look when I do that. <laughs> See what I mean? You're my tits were up. Anyway, but we were the two girls that were filthy. We were dirty girls. So, right. so whenever Felicia got something, I would be pissed at her. And then whenever I got something, she would be pissed at me. But when you get older, yeah. you, because in, in, for women in comedy, Back then, there was only one woman at it. You know, there wasn't, yeah. which is, of course, why it created the show, but that's another story. But so we were always in competition with each other. And to be to be a young, cute girl who was also doing dirty shit, mm -hmm. that was even smaller. So you have, but now, now, now who the fuck cares? <laughs> right. Yeah, I know. What was, was like, so you were saying that you were, there was only one woman per show, which I have heard, but I also, I don't know if this is true, was Mitzi... Sure. Was she the first club owner to kind of, you know, because I know that there was like, um, oh, God, I'm trying to think of what I've learned. But the female, there was like a female, a room where like belly, all, the, belly know, room. the belly, the belly room. room was the female yes. room. Right. Right. But then right, she right. also integrated you guys into the main room and stuff, too. Yeah. She's the first yeah. club owner to kind of not have that male, 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 one female, male, male, male lineup. Or, or do you think it was? I, well, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that because we um, uh, we 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 didn't actually. I don't remember if if, if it's going to end up in the special now. But Marsha mm -hmm. and I talked about that. You know, Marsha oh, Warfield. Wow, okay. Just yeah, to drop the name here. Yeah, no, uh, absolutely. You know, amazing. Um, uh, and she said that she, that when she started, now this this will blow your mind because mm -hmm. I started in seventy nine. Mm -hmm. Marsha, I think, was in the mid seventies. So okay. here, do you know what I mean? So it was yeah. her, and I said, I, th I said, were you the only black female comic? And I totally forgot about Shirley Hemphill because uh -huh. you know, I just remember Shirley being in What's Happening, yep. right? She was in What's Happening, right? Yep. So she was saying, Marsha was, I mean, like, this was even before my time because I didn't get to LA until probably 85. Oh, wow. Okay. 85. Okay. So, I, cause I started in 79, but like I, I got married to Todd in 84 and I think we moved out the following year, maybe 85 okay. or 86, but she was doing this in the fucking seventies. Yeah. And she said that when Mitzi did the thing with the belly room, Marsha said she was very pissed at her because it's like, Oh, so just throw us all into one room. Oh, Why not man. just put us in? It was Ask when when you have Marsha on the show, which sure. you will. Um, you should ask her about it. You absolutely because it was that was interesting. So I don't. Wow! Well, yeah, I didn't. Mitzi was great. Mitzi was great in this in the fact that she did have this room. But you know, once once Marsha said that to me, I was like, "Oh, that's an interesting." Yeah, I didn't think of that either. Perspective. But here it is. So we're talking Marsha. So what are we talking about the belly room? Probably like 78. So mm -hmm. we're talking almost 50 years ago. Are we talking yeah. 50? Okay. Did you? Did, oh, thank you. Oh, thank you, Mr. Matt. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you heard about the little uh, uh, brouhaha that was happening um, in LA about the, you know, that um, there was a female comic who had tweeted about the fact that she loves her home club in LA, but really no women. All yes. three major rooms didn't have mm -hmm. a woman on the show on yes. the weekend. 
Wow. I know. And that, and that was really fucked up. And then Patton Oswald got involved because he's such a mensch. Mm-hmm. And Patton goes, it's a door. Like, I I wish I would have I'm sure I could find it if I had to. But basically, he tweeted, hey, you know, and he mentioned the three clubs. He goes, you know, I love working with you guys. And I, I, I can't wait because I'm doing a, I'm doing a new tour this year. year so I'm going to definitely want to use your rooms. And please, thank you very much. That was the first tweet. The mm-hmm. subtweet was, and I'm paraphrasing, seriously, not one fucking woman, not one person of color, <laughs> not one LGBT. I mean, like, and he right. just did like 20 subtweets. And was like, seriously, guys. Yeah. And I will say this, I, because, you know, I, and, I, and I'm not trying to kiss their ass either. Um, the woman at the improv um, uh, reached out to a friend of mine and said, you know, nobody asked me my opinion. And they're, you know, she, she admitted they were wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, the next weekend, there were women back on the show. So I don't know what that was, yeah. you know, so because I, I, I still don't know what it was. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm the same. I'm the same boat you are because I don't. It happened so quick. I mean, I think it was Jen Kirkman, right, that did the initial tweet. No, was it Jen. No? no, it was a girl named Valerie Tossi. That's right. But then, and, was, and but then, then Jen, Jen jumped Jen on it. In. Yeah. Right, okay. Right. Right. I think I saw it when Jen jumped on it, and then yeah, but yeah, it kind of blew up, and then I saw Patton's thing, and you know, it course corrected itself pretty quickly after that. But it is kind of amazing that there's still. Well, you know what the craziest thing was was there was an immediate defense. From some club owner, I don't know if it was from the one of the one of the club owners was like, you know, well, we have and then they pointed to some random like uh, list on like down the line. And then again, they were like, okay, so one you have out of all the, you know, whatever it was. It's just it's amazing that they even try to come up with a defense at this point instead of just going like, yeah, we fucked up. Yeah. I mean, it was it was it was appalling. And it was, you know, and I I know I know that um, and, and this is what's fascinating. Mm-hmm. I know each because I worked all those clubs. I mean, yeah. I was I was really a regular at the store, and I was a regular at the Laugh Factory. Yeah, and I that. know women. Yeah. Felicia's on that sh- on probably every night. Yes. Eleanor Kerrigan, the woman I yeah. said that opened Eleanor. for Dice. Dice, yeah, she's on the show. Uh, you know, there's so many, and Liza. those are the only uh, right. There's so many women, so it was like real. You know, what, what, whose idea was this? Was it like? Let's not hurt men's feelings weekend that right. we couldn't possibly <laughs> and, and 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 literally with everyone. Or like I, I went and worked on um when I was working on my set, the last spot I did was at the Hollywood Improv. And there was there were two women in the main room, there was a bunch of women in the smaller room at the improv. Mm-hmm. Jamie has always been a supporter of female comics. Yeah. So that it he bought me he bought Lane his first stroller. Oh my God! Wow. wow. Okay, so, so I mean, I, I they've always been supportive of me. So I was so like, so I didn't get involved in the whole thing because, but but I do talk about it because it's like, guys, you you got to stop. Yeah. Because how many? I can't tell you how many guys now we can get to the fabulous show that I created. Do you mm-hmm. know how many older male comics come up and go? How come you're not doing men of a certain age? And I went, okay, let me explain why. Because Jim Gaffigan <laughs> doesn't need my fucking help. Right. Right. Nor does Bill Burr or Louis C.K. Do, yep. you, do you see there's a pattern here? Yeah. No offense because both of you have penises, but men have a tendency to help men. Oh, you yeah. do. You know, I mean, and, and you just do. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to, I'm just trying to give women some work. Yeah, no. You know, so, so, but it is funny. I can't tell you how many guys say that to me and they think I'm they're sure. being original. Right. 
Yeah, or they're or they're probably coming up with a spin on it, like angry men of us. Or you or you could do and it's like either way, it still has men in the title. You're not getting it. <laughs> like, this is very That's stupid. why John's growing his hair out. He figures am, sooner or later he's gonna get on your show. Right, smoke yeah. enough weed, he gets some tits. I get I'm, it. I I'm get going it. to breakfast with Julia every Tuesday now. <laughs> I'm really, really working on it. Uh, <laughs> I'm a piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean it is it is crazy that it's 2020 fucking 21 that mm-hmm. you have pioneered. I mean, it's great that you've you've been pioneering this. The shows are killer. The lineups are fucking awesome. Thank you. There's people that you, you, uh, the one, the second one I went to, because I didn't get to make it to the first one. Fucking, you guys blew the roof off of that show. I mean, the audience was on fire. Uh, You guys were just crushing it. The, everybody was excited to be there. It was an amazing show. And even the Showtime special and everybody like Caroline Ray, who I, you know, I mean, come on, that's my youth right there. Sabrina, the teenage witch. Throwback. Um, I also didn't go out on Friday nights. Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, you know, but I, I Carol uh, Leifer was on that. Julia, oh yeah, thing, you know, and Julia, it was just Tammy, Julia, Tammy, Thea. Everybody, fucking it. Thea. Oh my god! First time I met Thea, and she was hilarious and so nice and so much fun to talk to. And here's my favorite Thea story. So back in the day, before pre-COVID and before mm. there was a TSA. She used to travel with a bag of weed under one tit and a gun under the other. <laughs> what? <laughs> she's oh a Tom. She's a big woman. She's got. Uh, I, I mean, I have big tits, but my tits look like fucking perky tits. Like you know, but yeah. So she literally would. So, but she, oh you know, God. and one of the things is, is, is that I do try to have like one of my, you know, because when you're dealing with a network. They want certain things. They want to make sure that people will watch the show because sure. people, you know, the the whole point of the show was that they're unknown. Not that you know, I don't like to say unknown, but they're not, you know, they're not big names. Right. So, so I try with every show to have at least one of my friends on the show mm-hmm. because yes. because because they work so hard at what they do. But but every time I've done, you know, my show is very lucky. If just mm-hmm. to boast for a moment. But yeah. like, because after Fran Drescher did the show, who is one of the kindest and most humble human beings in the world? Yes, so she nice. got her sitcom. She got another sitcom. She, mm-hmm. you know, she blew up, and it, it, it makes me proud that I had something to do with that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, absolutely. So, so, uh, like, I always, I, I, I joke about the fact that, like, you know, Shit's Creek came on the air, and then um, yes. Hacks came on the air. So I actually tweeted that I, na- I named all those shows, and I went, "You're welcome, America." <laughs> do you know what i mean because that's that's what I, i'm i'm tr- I'm just trying to you know i, I i'm i'm working on a new piece because I'm, I'm i'm i might as well plug it if anybody wants to come see it i'm doing a show at don't tell mamas in new york city september 19th and it's going to be i don't know what it's going to be about it's going to be 45 minutes of something but it's going to talk about it's going to be funny and some not, but the fact is being a woman is fucking exhausting Mm-hmm. It's exhausting, and I'm not even talking about what we do in a normal day. Like when I was, when Lane was a kid, right? Yeah. I'd get up in the morning. I'd make sure he had breakfast. I would make sure he was matching socks. Maybe put on underwear. Do that. Do that. Take him to school. Do the chores. Come home. I'm not even talking about what it's like when you're raising a family. Right. I'm talking about walking down the street in the middle of the daytime and have to deal with the barrage of. What oh, you sure. what you may have so so, I'm just trying to make it easier for women 
mm-hmm. to have it just one moment in their life where they were like, okay, I don't have to, I can just relax. That's why it was so great. Like, and this, this, I wish I would have taken photos, but I was so busy, um, you know, running the show beside performing in it. At one point I go backstage to the green room after the third tape and then Terry Hatcher, who also is the most humble and adorable human being in the world. She had been wearing stiletto heels. So she, she, she had kicked her shoes off. She was sitting on the, at the corner, in the corner of the living room. Marsha Warfield was over here and Wendy Liebman is talking and, 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 and Leanne's over here. It was, it, I just looked into the room and I was, you know, and Monique was, you know, Monique, all the, and there was this, energy that was radiating in the room and we weren't even doing anything we were just because they and then nobody bought no one bothered me they knew Mm -hmm. they were in this for a reason we were doing this all together it's my show but we're doing this for a reason yeah and and to your point too about you when you said talking about raising lane i have zero memories of my dad doing any of that stuff because he didn't it was all (laughs) memories of you know my mom got me breakfast made sure i was on time for school got me up yeah so it was you know that's totally true you told me a very um sweet story after the show the second of the second show because i think it was i it was basically just about how women helping each other out but all you guys like you were was it a wardrobe thing? Just refresh my memory. Remember, it was like um, oh, with like my show, hair, with your hair, and no, everybody... that was the first show. The first... Oh, that was the first show. Okay, the f- okay. The first show, I um, I I was I was about to, I was you know, Fran's on, I'm going on second, mm-hmm. and I there was a mirror right before you walked on the stage, and mm-hmm. I looked at my mirror and I just went, oh my god, I hate my hair, and Carrie Louise and Vanessa Holland said, like out of nowhere came it like had hairspray <laughs> and a comb, and I, I'm like they're announcing, me. I'm like okay guys, it was it was so charming, and yeah. and the women all you know that's the thing you you you've been around uh, your gender. In mm-hmm. comedy, they're not yeah. very supportive. No, they're not. If if anybody had anything wrong, they'd be like, "It's gonna be a tough break, buddy." Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like, oh, exactly. Really? Nobody has. Yeah, a yeah. <laughs> no. You know, but women just don't do that. They, no. they, you know, they, you know, like, I, you know, I know Terry was very nervous because you know, um, she's a storyteller. She's done storytelling, but she had never done stand up, mm-hmm. so she was very nervous. And so I would, so just before she goes on, she's looking at me, and I have this whole. I, you probably heard me tell the story about when Lane was a. Uh, there's a lot of Lane in this, people. Just so you understand. What's <laughs> so um, uh, uh, when Lane was a pitcher in Little League, when when he would get into tight situations, I would be behind him on the by the behind the catcher, screaming at him, going, "Make sure you breathe, breathe, breathe!" And he would get out of it. Like I could see him take the moment he'd breathe, and then he'd get out of the thing. So mm-hmm. when I saw Terry, I was at her house the night before the taping another name drop. And um, <laughs> I was saying to her, you know, I know this is stupid, but this is what I used to do for my son. Trust me, if you take that moment mm-hmm. and you breathe, you, everything will be okay because it centers yourself. So she's standing backstage and she's about to go on and she looks at me, she starts going like this. <laughs> like she was breathing. It was so funny. It was, I said, no, not, that's not the way, you're not giving birth. You're not giving birth. Deep breath, and she was like, and then she oh, walked out great. on stage and she crushed. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It was yeah. just so funny. But she was like, I was like, no, that's you're hilarious. Not, you're not in labor, Terry. You're- <laughs> oh my god. There's another thing too that I love uh, from this is when I was at the second show. I liked it was as you know a younger comic. It was cool to see um, you guys kind of trying to figure out the order because I think it was. 
it was something along the lines of like Thea Vidal was going to go up and then and then Caroline was going to go up and Caroline was like, no fucking way. <laughs> <laughs> Am I going up after Thea? And I remember sitting there watching going, oh, you guys, doesn't matter how long you've been doing it, huh? You all have oh. that inner. Oh, yeah. You know, like, oh, oh yeah, no fucking way. I'm doing that. I'm not doing that to myself. You know, like it was right. And then Ju- and Julia was doing the same thing. You want me to go last? Like it was, and you had to convince Julia that it was <laughs> that she was ready to go up last. And it was, it was just nice to see. Well, also, and 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 I'm very lucky about this. I, especially with Julia, I I I I took a moment with her and I said, "Are you going to trust me? Mm-hmm. Are you going to trust me?" And she went, "Yeah, I trust you." I said, "Then go." Go fucking close the show for me, and it's very hard because we're in a business where there isn't that. I'm I'm very lucky. Everybody trusts me. Like it was so funny. So mm-hmm. in this, I don't know whether or not this will be the lineup in the special, mm-hmm. but I was third this time. Okay. And Leanne was following me. Leanne Lord. Now Leanne Lord has done military tours. I never worry about. It. We've been on backs of trucks in Haiti. Do you know what I mean? Like we have been. <laughs> yeah. And and she, be the title and, of this episode is going to be "Backs of Trucks in Haiti." Thank you. <laughs> so, um, uh, so I, you know, I always say this to you know, we were talking and we hadn't decided on the lineup, and I said, you know, I can put you anywhere, and she says, "That's very sweet of you." Hmm. I said, "No, because I know you're like my, you know, I, I you're like my, I call her the cleanup hitter, right?" Right. And so, so as I'm ter- so I forget where we were when I told her she had to follow me. She goes, I don't want to fucking follow you, Montgomery. And I just, I just died. It was, it was great. I was oh, like, really, awesome. really? But she is like, a, I go in, I was third in this. So what is that called in baseball? The th- uh, not the cleanup. I'm a Spider-Man guy. You're the power hitter. Um, yeah. yeah. What am I asking you? You see, if my, at least my son is a nerd and no sports. Okay. That's true. Yeah. You fucking yeah. pussy. Okay. So that. anyway, um, <laughs> Uh, so, so what was I saying? I forgot because I had to call you uh, pussy. Uh, so, I, <laughs> can we and go that's back? When the show just derailed. You know what happened? She, that was the only. She waited. She waited forty five minutes to call John a pussy, and then the show just done. None. We don't know. We're done. Um, you were the power hitter. I was the yeah, power, hitter, power and, hitter, and 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 Leanne was We're the cleanup sports, hitter. By the way, we're not talking about anything else. <laughs> we yeah, were the yeah. bottom. There's a power hitter. And- no, no, the bottom is a gay <laughs> reference. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my Listen, god. I, you know, okay, it's all right, just an education I can't. Here. Okay, but yeah, but 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 the point being, none of the women worried. Uh, you know, it's interesting yeah. how, uh, but everyone trusts me. They 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 know right. that I I'm not trying. There is there is no. Um, animosity or anything this is like we're all here to shine and i have yeah. to say every single show these women they just to use another reference knock it out of the fucking park yeah absolutely you know i am when you see the third one i mean i can't wait it's it's pretty i love great. that you were out in la for it i wish i, w- I was supposed to be out around this well you actually i think i was supposed to be out in la when you went out the first time and then mm-hmm. the COVID thing happened and then whatever <laughs> you know what i mean like that was the whole thing Hey, um, COVID. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. Yeah. Does it does it get a special thanks? Uh. I should like <laughs> fuck you, COVID. I mean, so the, for, for the people that don't know, we were supposed to um, tape on July twentieth, and mm-hmm. two days before the taping, I get a call saying that um, uh, we had to basically. Well, it, I got there was a COVID exposure. That's yeah. all I can say. And right. um, and uh, I, because not only am I the creator and the, the star. I'm also the executive producer. So guess who had to make the final call? Yeah. 
You did. And that was, I was on the phone from two o'clock in the afternoon on Sunday till 10 o'clock that night. Oh my God. Just talking with the network, talking with my partners, talking. I mean, we couldn't do it. There's no way we could have done it because God forbid somebody had gotten sick. I would have felt, you know, I just, it wasn't, but it was such, people don't realize when you're in this business, everyone just thinks it's, hey, stand up. I'm doing comedy. (laughs) And when you're doing a TV show, now mm-hmm. you're you're putting at risk like my cast, my crew, the audience from the show, the the people that run the improv. I mean, like I I can't I don't want to do, you know what I mean. Oh, so yeah. so we at the last minute went okay we're gonna we're gonna pull this thing and my, I was I was actually with my friend Vicky today and she was like she was really worried about me because I was devastated. I really yeah. thought we weren't going to do it. I wow. really thought I, I would have thought the same thing. And you know, up until a week before the taping, I basically said to my husband. Maybe I should stop uh, drinking now because uh, it looks like it's going to happen, and my face is really bloated. I really, I, I, wow. I, I was so, I, I was so devastated, and I didn't talk to anybody. I was because I, I did, I knew everyone felt terrible, mm-hmm. and of course, and then there were people who were like, "Oh," and good. they were out. You were out in LA, and they were yeah. out in LA, right, to do it. So it was like a, it was a, you know, everyone was kind of out there. Already. Oh yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was hard. But and you, you know, I know what you, you know what I was going to ask you. This guy actually kind of leads into this too, because I feel like people, I consider you unflappable. <laughs> and I think other people see you that say that way too. Do you see yourself that way? Yeah, I am. I good. am. Well, what, what was funny was once again, back to my son, cause what else is there? Um, <laughs> he was, you know, I mean like, so this is, we're taping the third special. We're like, this is great. I got a suite. Mm-hmm. We were going, we went out early because we were going to see, you know, so this happens as we pull into the driveway to the hotel. Oh we haven't God. even checked in yet. Okay. Right. Um, and Lane had left because, to, uh, you know, we, he grew up in Vegas. So the sister oh, yeah. of his best friend had come in for the weekend mm-hmm. and to spend the time with them. So we had had breakfast. We were like, this is it. Yeah, we're doing it. La, 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 la. Okay, guys, I'll see you later. Have fun. Because they wanted to go downtown L.A. and look at the record stores and everything. And so yeah. I mean, they show up about, I want to say, 3.30. And Todd is at the front do- at the door of the suite, opening the door. And, you know, Lane must have thought something happened to me because he just grabbed them and threw them in the other room. What? Because I was like, okay, so what? So what do we do? You know, like, it was nonstop. But the kid who was he he went to visit, she she was the little sister that used to follow him and his best friend around. And she's grown into this amazing young woman. So so I said to Kristen, I said, so, you know, on a scale of one to ten, how did I react? as opposed to when you guys were kids because oh you were way better <laughs> because i used to just scream at them because there'd right. always be kids and they'd oh and they all would sleep over and i was working you know i get out of crazy sure. girls at midnight right and or one o'clock on saturdays and then they'd all be sleeping over and then like at six in the morning they'd start fighting mm-hmm. and i'd be like shut the fuck up so <laughs> what you? i'm saying is i've grown right <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, everyone. Uh, <laughs> were you um, still doing the show in Vegas when you did Politically Incorrect? And was that yes. your first time on a on a show like that? On on a like uh, on like what? um like a because you were you were there. I think when I remember, I remember that episode actually. I remember that episode watching it wow. before I even knew you before I even started doing stand up. Wow! But I think you were there again in the defense of. 
one, the art that you were performing in front of in Vegas or whatever. I think because it was a very like, you know, Bill's misogyny bullshit. And uh, then uh, <laughs> what? I don't know what you're talking about. No, that's rubbish. He's going to be on the show. No, he's not. Um, <laughs> I've got his, one of his best friends on all the time. But can I can I just say something about Bill Maher? Because everyone says um, that, you know, um, you know, because he's famous, him. he was always this and, and, he, and, yeah. he's, and he, he was always a prick. Oh, he was. Okay, okay. so you understand. I mean, that's right. who Bill Maher is. He's, that's just who he is. He's, but what what I mean by that is he this this sense of himself. Yeah. He's always had that sense of it, even before he was. Yes. Okay. In fact, when we were after after we I taped the show, this was the first TV show that Lane was like, you know, uh, you know, I think he was eight. Mm. Um, so it was like for him, it was a huge deal that mommy was going to be on this TV show. Yeah. So after the show, we're leaving, and we run into him in the hallway, and he's you know he says thanks again for doing the show and everything. I says. Let, let, you know, let's let's take a picture. And he he leans over because you know I hate kids, Carol. <laughs> My and God. I went, take the fucking picture, Bill. And he did. <laughs> oh okay, you God. know what I mean? Because you you know one of the things about people who are famous, mm. I don't care. Yes, I don't care I if you're famous. And I don't. I did the same thing happened when I I, I just before I left Vegas. Uh, Carrot Top uh, needed an, an opening act. So Charlie oh. Vericola, who is his writer and also a brilliant comic, mm -hmm. he called me and he says, I don't want to do it all the time. He goes, can you pick up some of the weeks? Mm -hmm. And I said, sure. And they were paying pretty well for 10 minutes. You know, I mean, yeah. I, would, I, I had to be on stage at 8, at 8, 10. The light would go off and that was it. And it was decent money. Right. So I'm I, like the first, second day I'm there, he's walking around because it's his, it's the former dressing room of where I used to be in Crazy Girl, uh, not in oh, Crazy wow. Girls, in Midnight Fantasy. And okay. he's walking around, and they'd redone it for him. I mean, it's like it looked like a fucking suite. And mine yeah. was like, mine was literally where like the dead bodies were, and then the old <laughs> costumes and rats and everything. But his, <laughs> but he's walking around with no shirt on, his pants down by his ass, and he mm. he'd been in the sun. And I look at him. I said, "You look like a fucking orangutan. Pull up your fucking pants." <laughs> and it got so quiet backstage. Like everybody in the crew's like, "Did she?" Oh. Say something to the god, because I didn't care. I mean, I am. you know what I mean. And, and he was like, "I'm sorry, Caroline." <laughs> so, so fame doesn't do anything for me. So that's why I was able to say that to Bill because it was like, Bill, right. I've known you a long time. Okay, yeah. take a picture with my fucking kid. Right. You know. So, so, so he's smiling, and Lane looks like this. You know. Like, <laughs> that's the perfect kid picture to be around, Bill Maher. <laughs> oh, that's so great. That was a great show, though. I mean, you fucking was crushed a great it on stuff. that show. Yeah, it was a great show. And the re okay, getting a, a very sweet story about Bill was, what like I said, I've I, I've known people when they've made it. I've known people when they've lost their fame. Mm -hmm. So I never bothered people. And at this point, remember, politically incorrect. I think it had it moved to ABC at this point. From I don't Comedy remember. Central? Yeah, I don't I remember if it was on Comedy. I know that there was. It started on Comedy Central, then moved to ABC. I but think, I, yeah, I think when you but he wasn't there. he wasn't this huge star. I mean, he, right. he had a show. Yeah. So, the uh, at the Riviera, the the showrooms were up. Were you ever at the Riviera? John? I've been there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so do you remember the food court? And then yeah. you go upstairs, and that's where the showrooms were. Because mm -hmm. what they would do is, uh, and this is really interesting about casinos. So at the end of the show, you couldn't go down that way to the food court. You had to go around, so you'd end up in the casino. Yeah, but we would be able. The cast would be able to go down the, uh, you know. And mm -hmm. I had heard that Bill was was at the bar and was, you know, was hanging out with Steve Sharipa, another oh, good okay. friend of mine, another mm -hmm. name drop. And yeah. um, 
and I'm going down the end. Like, I was like, that's great. I'm not going to go say hi because I know that everyone's bothering him. And I come down the escalators and I hear from the bar, Montgomery, come have a drink with me. And that's how I got on the show. He goes, how come you've never done my show? I said, how come you never fucking asked me? Uh, <laughs> and so uh, his producer at the time was an old friend of mine. He says, call him and get on the show. And that's how that happened. Nice. Oh, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. Cause then you said it was those, the guys that were ahead of you were what you said. Um, it was, was Bill Carrie Moore. Ahead of you? Yes. Yes. Okay, she was so part those, of right. Yeah. So that crew. Okay. Gotcha. That's cool. Yeah. That's um. And what was the, the crazy girls thing? It went from that to, Midnight you, Fantasy. Midnight Fantasy, and then you left. But do you know why did you wind up leaving to do uh, to for to New York, back to New York, and then LA? I I, I always wanted um I always wanted um Todd and I uh, romanticized New York because you know we were gone, mm. but we were in LA for ten years. Right. And I moved to Vegas, mm -hmm. and we used to always talk about how great New York City was, and we wanted to be back. Um uh and uh. So I always knew that I wanted Lane to go to school. I wanted Lane to go to high school in New York City, which shows you how fucked up okay. the schools are in Vegas. <laughs> if you want your child to go to school in New York City. He has very fond memories of Vegas, by the way. Yes, he does. To, that's yeah. I, no, yeah, yeah. That, that's where he grew up. That he that's that's it where he grew up. So um so that's why we went back because at the uh, you know, I'd done Crazy Girls, I had left that show, I went to Midnight Fantasy, mm -hmm. and then we were planning on going back. I think I was there for two years. I forget what had happened. We were planning on going back, and then it, they renewed my contract for another year. So okay. that's why we ended up going back. Um, he he was about to start high school is when we started to go back. But that's okay. why I wanted to go back. And then it was like it was basically starting again in New York because nobody knew me. Okay, wow. That's what yeah. I was going to say. It was a climb up from uh, New York after that. But, I mean, it didn't, did it, it didn't take long, though, did it? I mean, you were – you were still kind of like, I feel like established at that point because you'd done TV stuff then. You'd yeah, but you know, the... but 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 remember at that point. So we got we've been back here sixteen years now. So the right. internet was was you know pretty. It was it was starting to do what it did, and there were My people who yeah, and there were but there were people who were internet stars even back then. Like I was no longer considered a national headliner, what? even though I had done pretty much every state, but I was no longer because I wasn't whatever. So I had right. to compete with that. And, and so that's one of the reasons why I went into directing and developing solo shows because I was like, okay, I'm not going to be, cause I was a road dog. I was on the road. Sure. all. I was on the road three weeks. Lane was with me for up until six months. I slept him all over the fucking country. Right. I went to Hawaii. Lane doesn't even know that. He's already been to Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> he was six months old, but he has been to Hawaii. We got to get you on that uh, Bill Maher Hawaii gig. Would oh you do yeah. Another, would you do another show with Bill? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Because because I I I always liked him. Yeah. I mean, but 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 He's... if you think if you you know, and I and I'm also a big believer in and and there are other uh, comedians that are just doing this right now. You know, the one that just took the horse to warm up. But the fact of the matter is, sometimes you, you like I. Sometimes you just say shit because you know it's gonna put it's gonna it's gonna sure. make you be in the news. Yes, exactly. You know, yeah. and so Bill says stuff. Um, and, and the thing that he said, the whole thing that got him pulled off. You know, um, oh, yeah, the, you know, especially um, with the anniversary coming the up. Cowards, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You know, 
lobbing cruise missiles from 2,000 miles away. Right. You know, um, he Which wasn't wrong. You know, but, you know, but that's the thing said. is that he, you know, when we're in clubs mm-hmm. and we, we can say whatever we want because yeah. nobody's recording it. Mm-hmm. But when you're doing television and there's a major network that ABC, you know, was a major, major network. They were like, we can't have that. There's too mm-hmm. many people. Were you one of the pe- were you one of the people at the time who considered that kind of thing censorship, even though it was um, advertisers pulling it, or did you not? Did you think of the um, right thing? I don't think any time. I, I I don't think comedians should ever be censored. Right. But but what I think is funny and what you think is funny, what Tom thinks is funny, are three yeah. different things. Yeah, sure. So we live in a society right now where everybody uh, has a vagina. <laughs> and they're pussies and everything he's right. like oh my god you upset yeah. me it's like okay you know yeah uh, you know what i mean so yeah, there really so- is a little perspective when it comes to that kind of shit and how i was talking to somebody the other day literally about how something she was upset about and her friend was not upset about and what upset her right. was that her friend didn't feel the same way about the thing and i was like don't worry about what she like you guys had you know whatever the situation was was somewhat similar Except right. for the fact of how you handled it. So right. you handle it your way and she'll handle it her ways. And, you know, if you don't like the way you're coming out of it, fix it. Fix it yourself. Right. It's your thing. People don't like that. They're like, you have to feel right. exactly how I'm feeling. Why don't you feel like you're... You, I've been on podcasts before where we've talked about, you know, you go on those podcasts and they're like, let's talk about relationships and people who've hurt you. And you're like, I'm fine. You know, <laughs> but they, they really want you. They're like, I think you think you're fine. But what you're not. Mean? Yeah. And I'm like, fuck you. I'm, I'm having a sandwich after that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, nothing, yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. I walked away from whatever it was, but it was one of those things. I think I was telling a story on one podcast where this, there was a guy and a girl hosting it. And this one woman was just like, the better relationship I had when I was 19. And she was like, I don't think you realize what it did to you. And I was like, do you want me to call her husband now? What do you want me to like? <laughs> like, at, at what point? Like, do you want me to call her job? Like, who do I? No one know. You know what I mean? Like, right, how, how right. far are we supposed to take this? Right. You know, and, and what's wrong with you if you can't fucking move? Past, like, how right. do you not had 10 lives by then? At right. that point? It's insane well, to me. Well, for a, a very good example, a very good friend of mine. This is, of course, before the Internet. She went to, <laughs> she went to see George Carlin in vegas and one of his jokes was uh, it was when he went off on uh raping mother earth do you remember that bit yes i do okay and she said i said how'd you like him she goes i he was talking about rape and i went okay do you not right but all she heard was the word rape right now that bit now if he was alive he'd Mm. be first of all none of them prior Carlin. Oh yeah. Lenny. Yeah. They'd all be uh, um uh Hicks. They'd oh, all be yeah. crucified now. Absolutely. Crucified. Like the you know, my favorite and we, we always Even Joan, R- Joan Rivers. Joan Rivers. I mean, she almost, they almost did it to her before she passed away. Right. They, you right. Know. But like the, my, my great that my favorite uh joke about Bill Hicks is when he's uh um he's at the at the Waffle House and, and she says, What do you do? And he goes, uh, he goes. I'm reading. She goes. Well, what? Why are you reading? He goes. Because I don't want to end up as a waitress in the Waffle House. <laughs> Somebody would go. He's racist against Waffle House waitresses. Yeah. I mean, that's what would happen now. Absolutely. There was a. I was watching. Um. I bought. My mom's a big fan of. Uh. You know, Live Aid. You know, for the 1985. Yes. You know, yes. the whole thing. So I found the. They only one time they did it. They put it out a box set. So like a couple Christmases ago, I found it. We're watching it. 
U2's on stage, Bono's doing, they're, they're playing the song bad or whatever. And there's that one guitar solo, but he kept it going because there was a fan in the audience and, you know, he was doing his whole like strutting back and forth. Right. And he just thought, and he was like, do you want like, I don't know. I guess he caught her eye and she was like, really wanted to see him. So he's like, do you want to come up here? And then, you know, it was a great moment. Like anybody else, especially in 85 or whatever it was, I think it was written about like after the fact, but it was a great moment because he had like the crew moving stuff around just to get this one woman to come on stage for like half a second, right. you know, give her a hug or whatever. But I was thinking like, man, today would have been like, can you believe that Bono's ego made him get those right. employees who are only working for right. instead of the fact that all those people got to be a part of this great monumental moment, moment to make this woman. But today it would have been like, they don't get paid enough to do fuck you. Right. Just, right. just, you know, move the equipment, you know, get, it's insane. That shit yeah. drives me crazy. But you know, this is the shit. It, it's all it's all social media and crap, and it always drives me up a fucking wall. Oh, I and know I, it does. Yeah, I know. We oh, <laughs> I'm Carol. I swear to you, I'm better than I was than I was the last time. Every time it gets a little better after we talk. I think. Yeah. Well, because um, I, 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 there's no reason to engage with people because they don't. You know, like my attitude is, I've had I I I I, I pretty much. I don't ever watch. I say this now, and of course the trolls will come out of the fucking woodwork. But, <laughs> but I, I, I don't engage. I don't engage at all. I right. just go click, block. Like I had somebody who was a cousin of mine, mm -hmm. okay, an older guy, like 10 years older than me. And I don't remember how we were related, but we were Facebook friends. Right. And during, you know, the whole past four years, which we like to, uh, we like to consider a blur, um, I made a comment about, uh, the former president. And this guy writes after the comment goes, why don't you just stick to your little skits? Wow. And I just right there went on, blocked him right away. Fuck oh, you. Nice. Good job. Yeah. Fuck you. I'm not going to, I'm not going to have a discussion with you about my political views. Yeah. You know, a friend of mine had put it so perfectly because you know how people will be like, Oh, they were scared. They blocked me or whatever. And it's like, no, no, no. You know when you see a piece of shit in the street and you just sidestep it? That's blocking. <laughs> <laughs> How good is that? I was like, that yeah. is beautiful. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't, you know, because there's, you know, I'm, I, 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 I try not to engage. You know, yeah. I'm, you know, the only reason for social media, promotion. I've always said, is promotion. It's, yeah. That's the only reason. You know, when you hear these people talking about their, you know, you know, I don't talk about my private life. Right. I don't talk about, you know, I mean, I talk about Lane and my husband, but that's part of my act. Oh, yeah, but yeah, I yeah. don't, I don't talk about, you know, when my father passed, I didn't, I think I posted a photo of him and said, you know, I love you, daddy. But I didn't go, and then it was just the real, you know, right. it's like, I don't want people yeah. to know that. about. By the way, I just want to, uh, because you keep putting up the stuff. Hi, Sandy. I just oh, wanted yeah. to say, I love you. Yes. And we're supposed to go out soon. Okay. And do your <laughs> solo show, Missy. So now I'm on tape saying it, Missy. Yeah, I love you. Sorry, I forgot you, because you can. Huh? Jim Florentine and Jim Andrinos both had solo shows. I know you're yes. getting down through the Jays. You did the gyms. John's just sitting over here. It's fine. Um, but, <laughs> Do you uh, have a solo show? You no, don't have I a solo. No, no, I don't know. I, I used to be a teenage Jesus. That's going to be his fucking thing. <laughs> I do have another solo show that I'm doing. <laughs> well, he's, 
Oh, fuck. That was great. Yes. Um, what's, it, what's the next one coming up? Um, uh, uh, a young lady named Caitlin Bailey. I don't know if you know Caitlin. She's been doing stand-up for a while. And uh, so uh, we've been doing it. It's called Whore's Eye View. And it's uh, she's oh. a former sex worker who's now a comedian. That's and a she's a sex, a sex worker's rights advocate. Nice. And um, and it's it's uh, I always fuck this up. It's it, the, the tagline is it's a mad dash of, of 100,000 years of sex worker history and it's brilliant it's funny mm -hmm. there there's information so that's the big one that i'm working on next and you know i i, I like doing that i i you know as much as yeah. i this was this whole and for the universe we should just continue doing these funny women shows specials uh, let just give us yeah. the series already I mean, right. I love doing this, and I love that they want me on every fucking show. But it's like mm -hmm. Jesus Christ, you know how you know how hard I fucking work to get oh, this yeah. ten minutes. But right. I love doing the solo show stuff too. I absolutely adore that. Yeah. It's fun to be able to say, "No, you have to do it this way." And do you like right. anything more than stand up? Do I like anything more than I mean, stand up? You know, production end of it, like that kind of stuff. <laughs> you like ice cream? Uh ice cream, pizza, <laughs> red wine. That's a great um, question, but you know what I mean. Um, do Do I like anything more than stand up? Yeah, as far as the as far as the other stuff that you've done, like you know, you're you're producing, you've been writing, you're you're on the back end of these things or whatever. Do you like? Do you still like stand up as much as you like dabbling in that other stuff? I I, I love stand up. I'll always love stand up. Mm -hmm. But um, uh, I I would be perfectly content to just produce. Like I, one of the things I I'm my goal is is to uh, produce one hour specials for women under the funny women brand. Nice. You know, funny yeah. women of a certain age sure. present, you know, with, with, in, with, you know, in partnership. Right. Well, with I asked because you just won an award for an acting oh, award. Jesus. Oh, God. <laughs> you God, you know, you know, you hear my career and you go, wow. And then you're like, yeah. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, tell them. Go ahead, go ahead. Jesus Christ. You did, you just, you were, uh, you did something. When did you film this? Because that's the only thing like I Like before know. COVID. Before, before COVID. COVID. Like okay. two years ago. You, do you know PJ Landers? Do you know? I don't P. know him well, but okay. I know who he is. I know, yeah. Okay. So he had written this based on, it's based on his mother. Yes. And, um, and he asked me to play his mom because mom. Yeah. And, um, uh, and, uh, and yeah, and, but, but I, you know, Acting is, I, I, I find it very fun because everyone's like, oh, I, I don't know if you saw the trailer, but, you know, I, I, play a, I, I, I play a woman who's dying of cancer. Yes. That's really, do we, as a comedian, oh, I saw the cat. Yeah, saw the fucking I know. Cat. he's making um, uh, I know everyone's like, wow, we didn't know this part of you. I said, well, it's not, that's not hard to do. Dying right. is not, comedy is hard. I think somebody said that once. I'm not sure who it was. Right. right. So, um, uh. But yeah, I mean, it was fun. I, I mean, I would love to do. I'm at the. Oh, look at that cat. I know. I would. Um, where's my my fucking cat? She's nowhere. You never does. In the entire time we've done this, it's just you, Carol. It is, and now he's now his ass is yes. in your face, right, which on, is buddy. great. That's there nice. Go. There we go. Um, yeah, but, but I'm hoping that that will parlay into because I would love to. The only thing I think that that I haven't done on my bucket list is I want to be the wacky neighbor in some sitcom. I'm working on it. Do you know what I'm saying? I yes, want to walk course, in, yeah. say yeah. something funny, and I want to and, and close the door, give me my check, yeah. and get residuals. That, yes. That's the only thing I haven't done. I would love to do a sitcom, and I'm hoping that somebody goes, wow, she can act. Because a lot of times, you know, back in when everyone was getting, you know, when they were giving out fucking uh, development deals and sitcoms like they were fucking candy, mm -hmm. they, 
the none of those comics could act. No, not at yeah. all. They still can't. Right, and uh, that's <laughs> that's why they. That's why whenever you see, I think who. No, I was gonna say I think Tim Allen was the only one I think who I ever thought like, oh, he's got he's he looks he acts pretty natural. Like it doesn't act like he's doing on stage. Right, right, right. Right, but any of those comics, if you notice everybody in those shows where they use a comic as a star vehicle, the people surrounding them are all brilliant actors. Yes, absolutely. Well, Seinfeld. I mean, all those people. Julia Dreyfus was on SNL, and then I think right, she was on right. Friday, I mean, but they or... carried him. They carried yeah, him. Absolutely. Same thing with Roseanne, John Goodman. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, absolutely. Oh my and, god. And, and Laurie Metcalf. I mean, these are brilliant actors, but that's Laurie Metcalf. Know? Oh my god, oh, she's, she's one of my. She's the fucking best. I she love. Really is. That is. Do you? Do you? Oh god, that she's. I will talk about the. I was gonna say. I was gonna start talking TV. Do you ever see the episode? Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but um. <laughs> Oh my God, he is my son. Jesus. Uh, I was like, you ever seen it? Oh no, you don't have, you have no idea what your son opened up here because he told me that you guys watched Firefly and that you love it. Mm -hmm. So now I'm like, I was like, you know, I'm just going to text your mom now. Hey, do you remember the episode when, like, <laughs> like the entire But I, time. but I mean, like, what's funny about, like, so we love Castle. We watch Castle every Sunday Castle's night, great. you know, but, but the show that he's on now, even though I do watch it because mm -hmm. I just love him, but the rookie is terrible. I know it's so fucking bad. It's just a, it's bad television. And I think all the networks, like all the, all the streaming stuff is doing so well. Ted Lasso. I don't know what know. network actually passed on that, but whoever did is a moron because Apple's like, that's a, that's one of the best shows I've seen. Cause it's Bill Lawrence. It's scrubs. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, well, we bad. won't even get into the whole scrubs thing. No, nope, nope, no, no. That's a whole other hour, Mr. Yeah. <laughs> we're not doing, we're not doing the scrubs thing. Yeah. But you also did voice acting work too, because I loved you. Like there's, that's what I was saying. Like you have a wide range of, you know, stuff that you could, you could do anything because you did Liz Mealy's, Mm -hmm. um short-lived uh animated uh i think it was just an internet show right Am I yeah wrong? it was or, such a, but it was such a sweet little show it was and it was great and it was so fucking well done and i remember you doing the voice acting in that as well and you I played mom yes absolutely you played mom exactly i, played, and I was like oh yeah. that's but, but that's the thing about but I, I and i teach you know i teach stand-up also and i'm, I'm just like you I know, know yeah. stand-up comedy isn't yes the chances that you're you're going to be able to like i'll ask comic talk what do you want to do oh well, i just want to play theaters i'm like okay <laughs> you know there's so much more you can do there's right. so much more you know and i i think i've proven that you know yes. i act i write i direct i produce i create you have to do that in this business now especially because now they're giving fucking development deals to tiktok influencers oh yeah absolutely i know well uh that we we've had a couple tiktok people on um but they're of really great like <laughs> but but hear me out because oh. the TikTok people that I've had on, you know me, I'm very picky. So oh, they're, yeah, they're yeah. like they're they're genuinely they're they're worth their following, right? Because there's other ones that I'm like I'm not having on somebody who can fucking dance and right. looks attractive as much as I'd like to. Um, <laughs> he really does need to get out of the house soon. Oh, you're not fucking kidding. This is like I figured I figured if I grew the hair out, you know, like it would be one of those situations where they'd be like, Oh, cool. Like he doesn't have it. You know what I mean? He's because I think pre COVID this looks like I have the clap, you know, and then that's not, that's not good. So you're thinking that if you have long hair, the women are going to go, he doesn't have COVID. They're going to be like, he didn't go out. He never went anywhere. He's being completely and totally safe. Look at him. He looks like shit. Right. You know what I mean? Like that's a good, but they're not going to want to fuck you then. 
Well, I'll get a haircut then. I'll be like, look, here's the deal. You tell me when and where, and I'll fucking get the haircut, and that's it. John's manscaped from the neck down. It's just oh wow, and I don't even want to know how. While you know that, okay, so now we're going into shit. I don't, I don't want. The only reason why he knows that is because he's six eleven. He bullies me. I, you know me. I'm like a. Sh- <laughs> Um, well, I kept, I don't want to keep, I've kept you over an hour and 15 minutes. If you want to stay longer, I could keep talking to you about all this shit. Or if you have a hard out, I'll give um, a hard out and I'll ask you the last two questions. Okay. Ask me the last two questions. Cause I'm That's fading, but I'll come back. Come back nice. please, because there's so much more to talk about. Um, and well, not probably not you to me, but me to you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're like you, I'm done with, I don't even know why we're here. Um, so I, <laughs> first question, I feel like you may have answered this in the beginning, but it could be a different answer now. Um, is if you can go back in time, talk to your younger self mm-hmm. and give yourself a piece of advice that would help you now, what would it be? Oh, like what I said. Yeah. What we said at the beginning, don't take right. anything personally. Yeah. I've learned so much about this business and it's, and it really is not personal mm-hmm. at all. I mean, they're just dealing, just, just the fact that I've dealt with a, ne- a major network now for, uh, you know, for the specials, there are things that they just, you know, <laughs> and you're like, they love me, but they, this is what they want. And so you have to just yeah. go, okay, let's, let's, t- let's take the person, you know, let, let's take out your feelings. Let's discuss this as what do they want? What does she want? What do they, and, 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 and because like when we were selling the show, I didn't, you know, they wanted a star. To, right. to, to, to bring it in. And I totally get that. And I wanted all my friends on from the beginning. And, you know, that's just not the way you do casting. And one of the things I've said to uh, some of the women that have not gone in, you've got to trust me mm-hmm. that everyone is going to get a share of the pie. Right. But if I, if I, like when we got the first special, if mm-hmm. I had turned to, to the network and go, no, this is the way it's going to be. Guess what? Yeah. I wouldn't have the specials, would I? Right. Do you know what I mean? You have to learn where, and it, it, it's, I, I, you have to learn where you have to go. Okay. This is business. And so many people in this business don't understand stand up and the comedy talent is this big mm-hmm. and everything else is this big. Yeah. The, the business part of it. There are so there's people, I think you know this, that like for six months I was working behind the scenes. I was working in an, uh, an agency. Do you remember yeah. that? Yes. I okay. do. Yeah. And Kincaid, was actually right? the greatest Kincaid. Yes. Yeah. It was actually, one of the best lessons I've learned because there were people that were on that roster that, you know, I was a booking agent. And mm-hmm. the reason for that, for the people who don't know, is my mother-in-law had gotten very ill and the, the office was a block and a half away from my house. So, you know, my husband was opening a new show on Broadway uh, and that's when he was doing School of Rock. So mm-hmm. he was busy. So I, so if God forbid there was a problem, I could be home in a second. So I thought, okay, I'll go, I'll go off the road and everything. But yeah. there were comics on my roster that were such pains in the asses right. and such that I, I remember saying to my husband, Oh, that's why they didn't make it. Right. Oh, wow. Wow. Because you know, there's, there's, there's not a lot of things that I'm proud of. Um, I, well, that, that's not true. I'm, I'm proud of my son, my baby. <laughs> um, but like, we, we, I've had this discussion before. If, if, if you don't think I'm funny, that's fine. I could mm-hmm. care less. But right. if you call me unprofessional or you talk about my, how I am, how I am as a, uh, uh, you know, as a, in my business a, mm. as a producer, if you, you say that, you, you talk about that, you bet, then, then I get pissed. Cause it's like, oh, okay, nobody talk. Cause I know, I, I, I know how I am in, 
in this business and I'm, you know, yeah. and also if I make a mistake, especially in production, I will say, okay, we fucked up. We had a couple of miscommunications this past, uh, this past, uh, special that would, I, I basically said my fault, my bad, I fucked up. Right. And you have to like a very long winded answer to what you're saying, but basically no. don't take it personally. You know, this business will kill you. Mm -hmm. And also, uh, grow some fucking balls. Everybody grow like a fucking... Because you know my <laughs> balls are bigger than both of yours. You know oh. that. Okay. <laughs> but yes. you do. You ha you, 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 it, I, I, that's the only thing I wish. Because I think back to all the slights in my 20s when I was mm -hmm. a young female comic. And I'm like, oh, man. I spent so... I mean, I spent so many, so many hours and hours beating myself up. Yeah. For what? Right. You know, it's wasted. It's almost like it's wasted time. Also, because I was supposed, you know, I'm also a big believer in is you're supposed to do what you're supposed to do when you're supposed yeah. to do it. You know, if I if I had had the success I wanted earlier on in my career, I wouldn't have had this success. And this success is way more fucking sweeter. Yeah. Awesome. And the next question is the last one is what had to end in order for you to be where you are now? What had to end? Yeah. It could be positive or negative, but what something what in your life had to end for you to be where you are now? I had to give up my career as an assassin. <laughs> and that was really upsetting to me because I was really making no yeah, I could see that. Um I, I, I think probably um uh probably fear had to end. You know, because right. when you when you, you we all do this. I hope you do this, John. You throw enough shit on the wall, something will land oh, yeah. and will stick. Absolutely. So this happens to be the thing that stuck for me. Mm -hmm. um, but but you have to be you have to not be afraid to go out and do it. You know, I started developing and directing solo shows when I was fifty, and you know, I created uh, Funny Women when I was fifty nine. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and there are people I know that are just, they're so afraid of, of getting the rejection and, 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 and that's all you get in this business. Yes. The only, it's so funny when, when I created the show and I think you've been around, you, you remember when we were, when I started this. Oh yeah. But this thing just snowballed. This yeah. like, I came up with the idea and it just, zoom. I mean, yep. I never had that happen before. And so, but, but. I'm 63 years old. I remember Applejack Diner <laughs> having a co having conversations about this. The, I think one of them was definitely the first time you took me to Fugle Sangs. We went to Applejack right, first, then right, we did right. Fugle Sangs. Right. And then I, I think I remember there was a previous one where it was like the incarnation of the show. And I just right. remember those moments walking down the street, just talking about it, going over right. it, you know, you building up to it. Amazing. Right. But, the, but that's the thing is that, I mean, and, and that just came out of nowhere. It really came out of just... Yeah. I was walking home from a podcast and mm -hmm. uh, saying and calling Todd and saying, I think I, I think I, this, this is something. And he said, Oh wow, this is something. And he never says that. So, yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean? So uh, not that right. this is going to happen again. Like lightning is not going to strike twice th with us. I'm just putting that out. So Tom, right. don't get like fucking <laughs> thinking something's going to happen. All right. Cause that shit only happens once. Um, but, 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 but you have to look <laughs> You have to let go of the fear, you know? Right. You know, um, yeah. don't take it personal and let go of the fear. Um, you know, 
I'm very, I'm, uh, you know, I always say I'm very lucky and people go, well, you worked hard for it. And I did. So mm -hmm. also uh, continue the work ethic, man, you know, just keep, keep the nose to the grind. And, you know, we've managed, you know, my, it's so funny because, you know, uh, you know, people don't know, you know, you obviously know about my son, but my mm -hmm. husband also is a musician and, yes. you know, so we've, we've always, you know, we, we raised a grown person. We met, you know, like I always like to say, I raised a grown person. He's not in jail. He didn't kill anybody. Obviously I did something right, but yes. I didn't follow the right path. I mean, I was a comic. I was on the road with him. I would take, mm -hmm. you know, I was pregnant with him. Yeah. Then, you know, I would go on the road. Todd would take care of him, you know, and then, I moved to Vegas. We, I was making all that money. So then he took care of him. Then mm -hmm. we moved back here. Todd started working on Broadway. Then I took care. I mean, we've never done the normal thing. Yeah. So that also is don't do the normal thing. Do what's right for you. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's a good point, too, because you got like everybody talks about where they can and can't raise kids. I mean, you raised, you know, Lane, great guy and Vegas, New York. Was he with you in L.A.? No. Yeah. 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 He was born LA. in Burbank. I mean, come on. All over the way. Yeah. My, I mean, you know, because of, uh, I mean, my mom basically raised me. There's no, my dad did had nothing. To, he was, I think, there. Uh, <laughs> well, he, can, he did he, contribute to something. He did. He did. Thank God. <laughs> good Lord. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, he, you know, like, but because of him, we had moved around a lot. But I mean, on same thing, like we, I, until I think they got divorced when I was in like sixth grade, we didn't live in the same house more right. than one Christmas because he was always stealing, taking, you know, whatever the hell it was. And then we'd bounce around a lot. But again, if it wasn't for my mother, you know, I would have been probably, you know, there's God knows what if I followed my dad or did whatever, you know, if she didn't move me out of what needed to be moved out of yada, yada, yada. So it's crazy. Like you can have like a bizarre upbringing and still be, you know, we're well, going to wind up looking like Jesus at some point. But it's still <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that Jesus was nearsighted, though. <laughs> It's the it's a whole thing with him in the near side, and he didn't like to you know bring it up because he did the whole water to wine thing. Like, why can't you? He's like, one miracle at a time, boys. <laughs> yeah, but but I mean, there's no you know when you talk about kids, there's no you know my sister who I love dearly and I love my nieces, but she she married a guy who went to work every day, still does, goes nine to five, and right. you know and 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 she raised the kids and she was a housewife, and that's a that's a way to do it too. But yeah. you know what? Yours oh, is oh. more exciting. Oh my cat! Okay. I'm just. <laughs> oh, now I, your cat came. My cat. She, well, she's under the table, so you can't see her. She's just. Okay. She's just. She. She. Yeah, she's a very odd cat, but uh, but she is here. Hi, ZV. Hi, baby. Okay. Now she wants love, so now she's giving me fucking. Because if I bring her up here, she'll attack me. Because mine's being dramatic and hiding in a plastic bag. <laughs> oh, good. That's nice. <laughs> so, uh, so so she's gonna asphyxiate herself. That's good. That's. <laughs> <laughs> cat porn cat porn on dystopia <laughs> yes get us banned carol <laughs> oh my god well listen i don't want to keep you any longer you've been right. amazing as fucking usual i love you uh i love you too um i, wish I like you tom i like you tom i don't know <laughs> you as well as i know john it's I... got to start somewhere so right. Like you, you have to like somebody. But no, this is great. I'd love to stay. I mean, I'm just tired. I, I'm no, just, I hear you. I'm tired all the time. And I think it's also because 
and I keep saying this, and I, I, you know, comics will understand this that I worked so hard on this. Yeah. Like, and I'm not even talking about the actual production. I'm talking about the actual going out and getting the set together. Yeah. That yeah. now I'm just I'm I'm I I I, I nap like every two hours because I'm just so fucking tired <laughs> from yeah, doing I, this, and now I don't know I what imagine. to do. Also, right. because now I'm like, well, that's done. Now what the fuck? So we're well, just gonna you, come hang out here. Okay, uh, in in the basement with the cats. <laughs> God, why do I have to live in a basement? Because I have long hair. <laughs> Hello. Um, where, 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 where do you live again? LBI, New Jersey. What is LBI? Is that Long Beach it's, Island? Yeah, yeah, Long Beach Island. Yeah, down. Wow, look at you beach. acting Come like. Come on, Beach the... Town. Let's just relax. It'll be fun. I think Tom Papa's here this week. We don't know. Oh well, because I want to see another comedian. <laughs> <laughs> I really. That's what I live for seeing. I just saw. Six, five of the greatest female comics of all time. Right. Let me go watch some more comics. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Sandy said, great discussion. I Thanks, love you, guys, Sandy. I don't think I know Sandy. Hi, Sandy. Sandy's Thanks the best. In. Sandy's best. She has a great solo show, but we will, we'll talk about that later. Yes, yes, we will. Um, thank you again for coming on. Appreciate it. We'll plug the show coming up on uh we don't know what yet we don't know where yeah we um, know well where. um we so uh, we haven't been told um we're hoping that it will air um either end of october or beginning oh, of november so i'm uh, at this point because right. we had the postponements and everything i'm hoping that we do it like for thanksgiving because everyone will be home yeah that's a great time to do it and it's my birthday so it'll be nice Good, so we can celebrate your birthday and and my special. And, yeah, and your special. Oh, see, that's it. Work. Everything works out at the end. Uh <laughs> <laughs> that was such a that was a very Jesus thing to say. Did you see that? Yeah. All right, All right, I'm gonna well, go to hang, sleep. Yeah, go to sleep. Thanks again for coming on, Thank and so um, yeah, this will be out next week. So cool. And thanks everybody for watching and listening, and follow funny women of a certain age. And when the show does air, we'll let you know. And make sure you watch it so we get more ratings, and then they'll give us. More. Ooh. No, this one's okay. So, funny women of certain age. Second one, mm -hmm. even more. Even more. Uh, no, third one, more funny women. Third one, even more. So Ooh. I don't even know. Like I, I think the fourth one should be okay. There's more. There's these fucking women. <laughs> or, or, or the fourth one is be what with the women and the. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I've never heard him do. Look, you could do impressions just like Dice. You could do a Jew. <laughs> I got the leather jacket light dice. I might as well. Oh my god. That's you do have the leather jacket. I All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave. I'm on my way. I love you guys. Thank you Thank again. You. Peace have out. Talk, Talk to you soon. Bye. Dystopia tonight.